Welcome everybody to the second edition of Clubhouse Happy Hour with your hosts, Josh Bruch. And Mark Sandor. What's going on, everybody? It is a thrill to have you guys here again. Thanks for joining us. In case it's your first time to the show, what we're doing here is we're having some fun, doing some beer reviews, uh, talking about sports, a little bit of comedy here and there. We're trying uh, to emphasize the Philly region, but we're going to also talk about the national sport level as well, just to see what's going on around the sports world. Um, but I do want to get, before we start, I know if you guys did not tune in to episode one, please do. Uh, but I do have to apologize. Uh, I, on these beer reviews, I did get a, a little buzzed. <laughs> I did start out with a 10.2% beer, uh, free will, safe word. It was an amazing beer. Uh, I think I gave it a solid three. It's more of a, you can't drink too many of them because your mouth's just going to be on fire. Uh, but uh, my wife's home tonight. Uh, she does not allow me to drink over seven percenters, so uh, I, I am under seven percent this evening, and we should be uh, a more, uh, we'll just say, sober self or a cohesive unit, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, all right. Let's start it off. Let's start off with the beer reviews. Um, of course, we always like to get the nice crack of the beer here. Oh, what do you got there, man? So. First one I have for you, I went with um, Philadelphia's probably most renowned craft brewery. You can't think of the Philadelphia brewery scene without thinking of Yards. Uh, you know, they've been around since the early 90s, making oh, a bunch of beers. Oh, classic Yards. Yep. <laughs> a couple years ago, they opened up the, their new spot on 15th Spring Garden. Uh, if you haven't been there, I definitely recommend it. Pretty much a huge style beer hall with good food and good gastropub food, but um, most importantly, they have like 20 taps of beer and they're always rotating, so it's 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 an awesome place if you haven't been. So anyway, here we go. I am sharing with you today Pink. That's P-Y-N-K. That is Yard's Sparkling Tart Berry Ale, one of my favorites for the summertime. Mm. It's uh, definitely crisp and fruity. Uh, it's like kind of like dry, like a champagne almost. Could be the new champagne of beers. Oh, I don't know about that. I'm, <laughs> I'm not venting that one to you then. <laughs> For all us young hipsters. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's made with cherries and raspberries, and it's super refreshing. And um, yeah, so that's the beer I brought today. I'm going to uh, take a sip right now, give you my review. <sighs> so good. What's it taste like? What, what does it feel like when it hits your lips? Cherries, raspberries, baby. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm going to give this a 3.9. Whoa. That's out of five. You've been very generous. I'm being generous. Well, we just started, so I think we might start a little higher than... Just because they're the local, <laughs> uh, like the staple of Philadelphia. Come on now. <laughs> 3.9? It's, it's one of like my... That's close to where you're going to be drinking that year-round. Do you drink pink, pink yards year-round? No, it's, it's my summertime beer. But 3. it doesn't 9. mean it's not... It's, it's such a good, tart, sour beer. You're a tarty man. <laughs> <laughs> that time of year. All right. So, my beer this evening, weighing in at 6%. We are doing Sleepy Finger from Brothers Kirshner. Oh, damn. This is at Skip Back Brewery. Is that, that Nakiat like Tyson? Sleepy Finger? What do you mean? I don't know. You say it's raining. You're doing the whole boxing thing. I thought maybe we get a Tyson impression with this <laughs> beer review. <laughs> I did not do 
I, I can't even do it. <laughs> You're the Tyson guy. Why don't you do it? You do it for me. <laughs> I got to think about them ethics, maybe with them beers. <laughs> Gosh darn it. <laughs> we got an indie Sleepy Finger India Pale Ale. Wow. Um, but yes, we got 6%. So there's going to be a difference in uh, the way Josh rates his beers and the way I rate my beers. <laughs> I do not know pretty much anything about beers. However... I drink a lot of beer, so I feel like I could say I'm pretty intelligent when it comes to beers. So that's the second week in a row you've claimed you don't like beer and you don't like sports. I said so I drink why, a lot of beer. Why are you on this podcast? What do you mean? I said I like sports. I, I said I could get through life without sports. Quote me. Go back to episode lot, one. A lot of fringe talk last week. Oh, I'm absolutely fringe, man. <laughs> so this beer... Is very good. So I'm an I'm an IPA -er. I pretty much just go on. Does it does it have a bite at the back of my throat? I don't know. Not this one. This one's pretty smooth. It's a nice IPA. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a it's pretty easy being at weighing in at six percent. I would honestly give this around a three point seven four percent. Oh, I thought I was too high on my reviews. Whoa, I'm not 3.9. I'm less by point four, <laughs> point, point one six, boy. <laughs> uh, that's good. Sleepy finger. Hey, we'll wait till you... Just let him know Brothers Kirshner is in Skipback, Pennsylvania. Brothers Kirshner, Skipback, Pennsylvania. Very cute. Very cute. It's not a gastro pub. I guess it's just a brewery. It's There's nothing brewery, there. Yeah. It's just a brewery. You order, um, food, order food from the local restaurants. Yeah, and it's it's a... Uh, for anyone who has not been there, it's just uh, right on the edge strip of whatever that area is i don't know much about it uh, i would call it the main street of skipback yeah skipback i don't think pike. it's called main street so i don't know if you could call it that it's called skipback pike if you believe it or not right through skipback is that main does it call is it said main i think it's just called skipback pike so we're gonna go right through skipback Route 73 pike. take it right to tocone palmyra bridge today Boyertown. but uh yeah man no it is um it is a very smooth beer um yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say with a three point seven four or three point seven four out of five, uh, I would definitely drink this close to year round. Not uh not year round necessarily because when it gets in the harder winter, I like whipping out the darker beers. Did you just take a sip? I did. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you were doing that, but I wanted to try it. All right, what do you think? I'm gonna give it a a two point eight. Oh my god! It's probably because you had to balance yourself out. <laughs> dude, you're fucking. You're going three point nine for some pink thing. You got a sweet tart for a beer, dude, and you're giving a three point nine when you only drink it maybe three months out of the year. Yeah, not a lot. Not a lot of body to that. Not a lot of body. Um, it's got the, it's got the dry hopped up front, but it's not like it's a fucking smooth IPA. Not a good finish. I, know, I wasn't a fan. Not a lot of flavor. Well, drink your pink beer. It's our first fight of the. Of the uh, career, I guess. Coming in in episode two. <laughs> <laughs> Just the beginning of it. <laughs> God, we're like a whole married couple already. Yes, and it's acceptable. So the pandemic's still going on here in uh, southeastern Pennsylvania. We're heading the green phase tomorrow, Friday night, June 26th. Ooh. Which means I think I can finally go to a bar and sit down on the inside. You can't go to a bar. I can't? I Not, can't sit on the inside? You can't sit at the bar. Uh, you cannot sit at the bar. You have to, your bars are not open at this point in time. It's just inside seating will be open, but it has to be six, like, I guess, whatever the oh specific God. guidelines are. 
Oh my god, you blew my mind. You didn't know this? No, I thought I was gonna go to a bar tomorrow night. <laughs> well, you are. You just gotta get a table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sad. Something about bellying up to the bar, man. I just love that. Oh yeah, you just sit back. You can have your pink. Well, they probably won't even have your pink beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I love sitting at bars. You know, the, the bartender's right there. You get your service, and you just hang. Oh, out absolutely. I, do you? All right. So, like, side sidebar. I. Where are we sidebarring from? There's no one else here. Side. Oh, is that what side? Not side. I thought sidebars are just side conversations on the same topic or a similar topic. I guess. I just thought a sidebar had to include like a third person or a fourth person. So then you know you're talking to the three people. Then excuse me, sir. You just blew mind my mind have, right now. Mind if I have a sidebar over here? Is that what that is? I, I apologize if it is, but we're gonna go with my my uh, <laughs> my uh, myself on not understanding what sidebar means and me meaning that it just means something else, a part of a conversation. So. For this sidebar, when I just, there's something like being a, part of me likes being a townie at some points. And I don't want to say like I'm a townie in any, like, I'm going to go every night, I'm going to go seven o'clock right after work or whatever. I'm going to have myself 18 beers and then go walk home. I don't mean that. I just mean like, I like the hometown atmosphere. I like being, uh, I like being recognized by like my local bartenders. Uh, like right when I, like right when they see me, I sit down on that bar. They know exactly what to give me. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Who is that? Cheers? You never saw Cheers? Cheers what? The TV show? What's that? He's just kidding. I, I am think. kidding. I am kidding. <laughs> I like Cheers. I like Cheers. Have you ever been to the Cheers Mark! bar? Mark! <laughs> uh, no, I haven't. No. Have either. You? No, I have not either. I was just hoping that you would. Up in Boston? Boston, Mass. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, no, there's just something about that hometown feel that you literally go. It's just the service, man. You just go in and you just get those beers right to you. Just that hometown feeling. That's all. Absolutely the best. What else is going on in the pandemic? Anything with you lately? Uh, Well, a lot's been going on. Uh, It's either just work, being a daddy or a hubby, and going to bed. Mm -hmm. But a lot of it, uh, during this pandemic time, I've been... uh, I've been loving working from home and like having that extra time spending it with like the family because yeah. I definitely our, our uh, baby boy Joey is uh, he's ba- actually shoot he just turned five months today uh, so we had a little little photo shoot I guess all what people do these days especially <laughs> white people <laughs> uh, you get them all dressed up and you take photos for three minutes and then you call it a day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, it's been awesome. It's been nice seeing him grow up, and uh, he, he was born a little, uh, little smaller than uh, your normal baby, and just seeing him fatten up over these five months has he been has become awesome. a monster. It's the size of his head. <laughs> he, oh my gosh, dude, he is uh, who that Kevin Mench. Kevin Mench. He has the Kevin Mench chin already at five months, dude. Talk about a helmet, dude. You could put Kevin Mench's helmet from MLB when he just reti- when he retired on him now. <laughs> Tyrone Hill. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> nice blast from the past. Yeah. <laughs> what also, about yourself, man? What have you been doing? Uh, you're right. Now it's been great working from home. Uh, you can't complain about that. And I'm lucky enough to still have a job, so that's great. Um, other than that, we still have been pretty uh, keeping it local, meaning keeping around the house. We haven't gone out much since the whole thing started. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I got a nice new pair of shorts today. All right. Yeah. So I know Third you. Time do, hits, I know. hits right above the knee. <laughs> I'm. Makes the women in North yeah, Wales go crazy. I can imagine. <laughs> Above the knee in North Wales, I don't know, man. <laughs> but I'll say this. During this time, uh, 
I have noticed my uh, my attire, my dress, my wardrobe. It has a definitely raised above the knee slightly every year. Your and, shorts are so short. Oh my gosh! Insane. I remember back in high school, I rocked my jorts. Oh yeah. Oh my, and I I still had them. My wife made me throw them away, man. It was, it was a sad, <laughs> it was a sad day, dude. I I don't buy clothes, so I literally had to throw away my whole wardrobe. Lucky for me, she bought me a new wardrobe. Uh, so yeah, she dresses me. Isn't that weird? <laughs> when we when we were kids in in the nineties, I wore extra large shirts when I was like five foot two. Well, and yeah, like, dude, you're a husky, dude, like... you're a husky. <laughs> yeah, but still, it's only five foot two. <laughs> that doesn't matter, dude. You put what? Shirt dude. down to my knees, shorts down to my ankles. Dude, your That's shoulders what... go from wall to wall in those, like, middle school hallways. That's what was hot in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it was. You're, you're a brute, man. That's what I call you, a brute. You're just a thick boy, and now you're just a hip. They used to call me Meatball. I don't think I called you Meatball. No, nah, that was before I, I met you in junior high. That was my elementary school name. Yeah. Oh, man. It's a big boy. You you just had so many bullies. Yeah. That's why I always say if I win the lottery, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to round up all the local gym teachers from the <laughs> local area, put them in the local gymnasium, and make them climb that fucking rope. <laughs> I want to ask you a question. Have you climbed a rope yet? No, I never had been able to. I'm so scarred from when I was 10 years old. That was like, there's nothing worse you could do to a 10-year-old fat kid. You're like a meatball of sauce, dude. You get your hands on that rope, you're just slipping off with that red sauce. When you walk into school and you're just like minding your own business and you see the rope set up in the gymnasium and you're like, oh my God, <laughs> Jesus Christ, no. Oh my God. I had the same thing, dude. I think I was even fatter than you. And I... uh I just I think I just told our gym teacher I wasn't doing it because no. she knew I couldn't. I would try to go out there like, excuse me, sir. I mean, if you just look at me, there's no way I'm going to make it up that rope. I mean, and he would just be like... Is that Dana Harvey? Are, are you serious? You're going to get your fat ass up that fucking rope? <laughs> I'd be like, all right, I just... To be honest, I actually picture you right now dressing up. If it was even if, a, if it was a Halloween costume, get up... Put a meatball costume on. <laughs> get your hands covered, like you know how, like if you're, or, uh, if you're in gymnastics, you're getting your chalk on you. Put red sauce on you. Put the Alf- or Alfredo <laughs> sauce on you, or even I oil. Get the oil on you. You can even dash some garlic or whatever. But I mean, Parmesan in the hair. You ain't getting anything. <laughs> Actually, no. You. Oh my God. You shed like what? Maybe sixty-six percent of your body weight. Yeah, now, now I look fine. <laughs> but back then, I mean, leave scars on you when you're young and you're and you're fat and you can't get up the formidable years, man. Formidable. And the uh, kids are staring at you. I swear they do it on purpose. Like somehow there would always be like three fat kids in a line when you're waiting for the for the to climb the rope. And like like God was looking down, like hey, like looking at his buddies. Hey guys, come here, come here. You gotta see this. All the fat kids I get put, together. I man. put these three fat kids in a row. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They called it a presidential test. I don't know. They do it every year. You got to see it. What the heck was, was president? Was presidential test? You get the presidential badge. What was the other badge for? Like, I, I, don't, I don't even know. If it, I don't even think I got a badge. It's called the presidential test because I had to get my ass in shape for the president. I guess. Yo. All right. So it was what the president? It was the rope climb, pull ups, or maybe a hanging. Whatever the heck Pull it ups, was. Pull-ups, push-ups, and the stretch. You had to, like, stretch. The V-sit. Yeah, the oh, V-sit. That was, like, my best one. <laughs> I would get, like, an inch. I'd be like, yeah, all right. I think, I think the only reason I did well <laughs> on the V-sit was because I sleep I sleep on my back. All right, so when I'm in bed, I lay on my back, I sleep butterfly. 
Nice. So like my legs are already <laughs> already bent, dude. I can go crazy. Stretching while you're in sleeping. Um, I'm, I've been prime. I've been prime since this waking day up, one. Yeah, waking up limber. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I had a huge belly to get over, but I got my belly boot. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So we'd be in line at the the rope, and I swear, like I'd, right before I go, I'd be like, God, please, if you could just let me out of this rope. <laughs> and then I swear, I'd be up there, and be like, Not today, fatty. This is the num- this is the number one rated show in heaven this week. <laughs> Real fat kids of Bucks County. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. There's nothing better. <laughs> yeah, uh, elementary school scarred me for a bit too. Yeah, and then when you climb the rope, the gym teacher would be like, "Look, everybody, everybody, come around, circle around. <laughs> everybody, stare at them." Exactly. Like, <laughs> like we were a National Geographic video. We hey, don't... kids, kids, shh, shh, shh. you're gonna scare them. Gonna we, scare we're just pre- pretending to be the sloth. <laughs> we'll get up there eventually. Yeah. Just not at, when they want us to. We look at the we look at the wildebeest. They're failing. They're failing. <laughs> don't grow up to be like them. No. Not <laughs> you don't want to be like us in elementary school. Hey, it worked. <laughs> I lost my weight. <laughs> we got bullied. <laughs> you got bullied. I mean, I I know we joke about like being bullied and losing weight. It works. You just have to have a thick skin. Rise above it. Yeah, you got to rise above it and. Just got to feel like you got to be better. Make yourself better. I wasn't. I mean, I was eating a bag of Doritos after school every day, so it's not like I was helping myself. All right. I got to piggyback on that Doritos comment. (laughs) I absolutely had a bag as well. But do you have condiments on your Doritos? No, no. They have all the flavor in there. That's the point of them. All right. So this is how fat I was. (laughs) So if, like, don't get me wrong. I started out, like, it's like an addict. I started out with just Doritos. I didn't want to add anything extra. But then as I got more, I was like, all right, I need to start explore my options. So I went into like dipping my Doritos in the ranch, dipping them into blue cheese. And I was like, all right. <laughs> Wait, so you dipped Cool Ranch into ranch? Uh, no. All right. So I'm a big, uh, I, I like the cheese. I like Cool Ranch, but Cool Ranch I just eat with a spoon. So. Like you crush the chips up? And oh, yeah. Sp- mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you learn something new every day. Don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> you should um, open up a restaurant. I, strictly Doritos <laughs> and spoons, and that's it. But, um, all right, so on the cool, or not the cool ranch, the nachos. So if I didn't have blue cheese or ranch, I pretty much went the bargain chopper route. I got the ketchup out. Or the mustard, and I just dipped my Doritos in ketchup, mustard, and the best part, like you get to the like halfway in the bag, so I already eat the first half in the night. So I'm like, all right, I'm still hungry, so I'm gonna just gonna mash it up. <laughs> I'm just mashing up the bot, the second half of the bag, so it looks like there's like maybe an eighth left, and then I just dump it in a bowl of ketchup or a bowl of mustard, mix them up, and I just eat it with a spoon. Wow. I know it, could, it, it sounds disgusting. And it, it, I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I got fatter saying it. I can see. <laughs> I could see the uh, nacho cheese and the blue cheese. I, th- I think that would be good. It's yeah, like, no. it's kind of like wings. Dude, I'm telling you, when you're an addict and you need condiments, you need it. <laughs> you use anything around you. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, that. Let's get away from that, because I'm getting fatter just talking about it. I'm going to go eat a bag now. I'm going to relapse. The fans are here to listen to sports. So let's get into the sports updates. It's still the pandemic, so not much going on. But Major League Baseball stole the headlines the last couple days as um, they decided not to negotiate whatsoever with the owners, because from what I read, the players don't want to give any kind of, like, 
anything away to the owners for their next collective bargaining and agreement. And that's up next year, I think, right? Right. So they don't want to sign anything that the owners give them that I guess they could use as a precursor for the next bargaining agreement, which then just adds to the 120 years of fighting between the owners and baseball players. But, that's a that's a whole other time. I'm not even gonna get into that. But, but anyway, yeah, let's stick with let's stick with what's going on with uh, like the update. Yeah. So, so go. I think what they got 40 games uh, interdivision. Mm-hmm. So for the Phillies, we got the Marlins who may sweep us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Braves, uh, Mets, Nationals. Ugh. Well. Uh... Um, now, do you think? I think it all depends. I mean, I mean, a lot of people have made this point. After 162 games, there's like no doubt about it what the best teams are in baseball. You can't fluke 162 games. Absolutely. But you can absolutely go on streaks for 30 games. What would. Or- all right. So, talking about Gabe Kapler and what he did last year for the 2019 Phillies, the first 60 games. I don't have, I have like 100% uh, the accurate number, but I'm pretty sure that he was around 10, I'll say around 10 games, plus or minus maybe five games above 500. They were absolutely at least a couple games above, above 500 through yeah. much of the season last year. Mm-hmm. So, But I know they just started out way too hot. They, they ran the number. The numbers were working with them. Mm-hmm. And now that I, I believe Gabe, or Gabe Kapler went to uh, the, the Giants, uh, so you probably will see them in the playoffs coming up because <laughs> of these analytics, strictly analytics. Philadelphia uh, <laughs> luck right there. Whenever you leave Philadelphia, you always... Uh... Oh, Hall of Fame career. <laughs> your, Gabe Kapler will end up winning maybe, I'll give him realistically, four World Series trophies. <laughs> I'd like someone to look that up, actually. The fans, if you're listening. <laughs> if you could look that up for us. Philadelphia... As people know, we could be pretty whiny, and uh, we like we love to say when somebody leaves, they play better. I wonder what the actual percentage of that is. We don't just say it. No, the players do it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely in the Sixers, like like 100%. Rodney Buford and like oh, Kevin yeah. Ollie and stuff. Just like oh, terrible. Kevin Ollie was solid. Rajah Bell, just like terrible <laughs> players that like go on to do. Kyle Korver. Oh, wow. still in the league somehow. Dude, uh, don't even get me started on Kyle Korver. I wish he was to the Sixers just to come off the bench, but that's besides the point. LeBron worked his magic or whatever. I don't even where the hell did he go? Oh, no, he's on the box now. He's yeah. on the box. Yeah, again, trying to win a championship. They ain't winning. They ain't getting past the Sixers. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we're going on another sidebar here about basketball. Yeah, let's go. Let's, yeah. <laughs> let's get back to league baseball. <laughs> um, so, do you think a 60-game season um, benefits the hitters or the pitchers? Ooh. Oh, I, I, I would probably have to say the pitchers. It probably really? benefits more. I, I mean, hitters it. have to get in like grooves. Like if, if you're not in a groove right off the bat, it's gonna take you a little bit to get into it. I would argue so to the pitcher. I mean, they only have the July first to July twenty fourth to get their arms ready and. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure then, they've been throwing in their backyard with their kids or their nets or their I, players. I always people. feel like, I always feel like hitters start off hot. In baseball season, how as hot was Bryce to, Harper last as year? As opposed to the pitchers starting off. How hot out. was Bryce Harper last yeah, year? I don't know. I don't have the stats in front of me, but for me, look them up. <laughs> plus, it's going to start in the middle of July. It's going to be warm. Balls are going to be flying, as opposed to like March and April. Yeah, there's going to be balls flying. Zero fans. There's going to be no one cheering Bryce Harper on. <laughs> so once you hear that, so he can't. That's hit all a home you're run. hearing. So he can't hit a home run. No, he, he does it for the fans. He doesn't do it for himself. Interesting. That's a joke. He doesn't do it for the three hundred million dollars. 
No, because this year I think it's prorated to 9.7. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, do you think uh, what sport uh, lacks the most because of no fans? Ooh. Or who benefits the most? Wait, all right, hold on. What are you saying? Because that's two different questions. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what? I guess what sport doesn't need fans do or does need fans? Struggle? Like, do you struggle to watch more on TV without fans? I guess. Oh. Do, like, who doesn't need? I think the. I don't think baseball needs it. I don't think. I don't think baseball needs any fans. To be honest, yeah. I think. You, I mean, I know we kind of talked about it last week, but I think the attendance has already been declining, and certain stadiums yeah. will. You already look. It looks yeah. empty as hell already. But obviously in Philadelphia or like one of the larger markets, you're going to get packed fans or packed houses. Um, yeah, I would say baseball, in my eyes, I don't think really benefits, at least until playoffs start. But uh, when the stadium's full, uh, yeah, and it is like oh, playoff yeah. time. And the playoffs? Cr- yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. Playoffs? <laughs> playoffs? <laughs> the crack of the bat, though. We're talking oh, about man. regular season, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I guess you won that argument because you spoke louder. So we'll move on to what, what about what about basketball? I, I do think basketball I, does kind of affect yeah. it, yeah. Because I mean, I mean, I we watched the Sixers here, uh, and I'm just looking at like it's more so JoJo. He just, I mean, I think he just thrives off the fans and like he needs he needs like the fan approval. Mm-hmm. And I could get into the psychology of it, even though I know shit about psychology. I just think that a lot of the younger generation needs approval, either if it's from an older player, say like the the greats like LeBron James that's currently in the league, uh, or they need the fans' approval on like, all right, you know what, I'm going to do this for you guys. Kind of like what JoJo does. He always just raises his arms. He's just trying to pump them up, nods his head. He's like, mm, yeah, mm, yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah, I, thought, I thought a Space Jam rap was about to bust out there. Nah, I don't have time for this. Hit him high, hit him high, hit him high, hit him high. I don't even know how it goes. Well, I'm glad you came to me because I took a psychology 101 class in college. Oh, God, let's hear it. I'm going to sit back on this. I got an 80%. Oh, so you're pretty much... Which was a B minus. You're, you're a psychologist. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I totally agree with what you're saying. I think JoJo performs better. When he's got people watching him and he knows the pressure's on him, unfortunately, it takes a lot for that guy to get up. What do you mean, get up? Well, not sexually, but get up emotionally and oh, you get dirty. excited for the game. You dirty. I thought you just meant for him coming or coming home from his uh, or coming off the his stretching table with three or five Big Macs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to the uh, uh, conversation. How about how about hockey? Fans are. Uh, not too important for a hockey game, I don't think. Except, I don't know. I mean, every... people get checked on the boards. You smack the boards a little bit, but no, I, I honestly don't know if hockey. I'm st- I'm still sticking with my first gut uh, on baseball. I don't think fans are 100 percent needed in order to. I'll say get the best product. Yeah. Excuse me. Apologize, guys. Uh... It's a beer show, folks. <laughs> All those suds coming back up. Uh, but oh gosh, okay. Uh... But yeah, so for for hockey, I uh, I don't really. I mean, I, I there's such a difference between regular season and playoffs. Regular season, you don't 100 percent need everything. Because I think the players just play as hard as they can. Obviously, the fans are because like, anyone who scores like the hat trick, they throw their hats out or the octopus or whatever. I don't even. What else is thrown out in hockey? 
I think it's hats and octopuses. Yeah. Octopi? Is it octopi or is it octopus? Octopate. I'm not really sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would. I, I regular season no for hockey, uh, but playoffs are going to be very interesting coming up when they actually go into uh, go into playing in their playoffs. True. I mean, baseball is kind of weird because it is an outdoor sport, so you know I'm sure some of the red states will let people go see the game. I don't think no. I personally don't think it will, or they will. Uh, I think the MLB has like the MLB has to make a stance. Like they're they're professional. Like obviously, you call them red states or whatever. Uh, they can do. Cause I know if like what Florida and Texas have been kind of very, pretty lenient during this quarantine. Uh, I, I think Texas closed back down today. I think I heard on the news. I might be wrong and no. I think you might be right. Bad information, but which is nuts because that is like a very I mean, I say red state, but a state that. You know, is kind of doesn't care about what the the government will say, and just kind of people do their own thing. But uh. <laughs> yeah, no, I I understand that. Um, but yeah, I would probably say the MLB has to make a firm stance because if we go into this, and for the MLB specifically, I'm gonna I want to talk about the MLB since we're still kind of on that topic. Um, you're not gonna be like. What the Phillies have like they're almost their half team half the team is tested positive already, so what their team shut down for fourteen days right, essentially all their they have right. half their team that's out right, right. and um, just imagine what's gonna happen if uh, a a fan gets contacted the MLB will get sued most likely even if it very minor or whatever I'm not a lawyer I had no idea now I'm just like spitballing but I'm pretty sure they would get they would be held liable. Well, I'm sure you'd have to sign a waiver or anything before entering the stadium. They're not, uh, they're not yeah. stupid. Yeah. Well, I just don't think the MLB will. They, no one wants to blow that smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get back to the last conversation. We didn't get to football yet. Football without fans is going to be pretty weird, especially on like when your team's on defense. Uh, so this is – all right. I think – the NFL is really hoping out, uh, or is really trying to hope that they can um, have fans, even if it was even a fifty percent capacity. Yeah. And I think they'll get away with it. I think the NFL will do whatever it wants. It's probably the biggest. So this is inside. It's probably the most imp- number one company that can do whatever it wants in America. Honestly, I mean they own. There's seven days in a week, and they own one. <laughs> so they they own a seventh of the week. Yeah. But uh, insider information. This is an insider training trading uh but uh one of my buddies is uh, a season ticket holder for the phillies so what they're saying so everyone had i believe everyone still had to buy their season tickets or whatever knowing that they're not able to go to the stadium well, uh, let I, me let me put my phone on airplane or airplane mode make sure uh, the fbi is not listening it's insider <laughs> trading uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> I'm not drunk this time, guys. I think he just said fucking... I think the tart's getting to him. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I from what I've heard, uh, so they still have to buy their tickets, and they're literally trying to... They're crossing their fingers for when playoff starts uh, in September. They're literally trying to... Even if it's at 25% capacity, 50% capacity, but you're going to... I think the MLB is really hoping for at least their season ticket holders to... Uh, to actually be in the stadium during mm. that time, mm. so uh, I think every all these sports, uh, well, NBA and uh, excuse me, NBA and MLB are really holding out for 
fans. I think the NFL will get fans at some point during their season. It might not be right off the bat, but yeah, yeah. This is out of nowhere, but one of the back to the Major League Baseball. The weirdest thing I heard the other day, and I just thought about, was the pitchers can't lick their fingers. Uh, I'm so happy you brought this stuff up. Like, that's so, just like, I mean, I know it's gross when you think of someone licking their fingers, but, I mean, how else are you going to get grip on the ball? All right. So, what the MLB has decided, they will give them a wet pocket. <laughs> a wet nap? A wet, pretty much. <laughs> they will be throwing alcohol balls. <laughs> All right. They got their they got their Alki sliders, their Alki Kirby's. But yeah, they the MLB it, in order to prevent licking of a ball, even though the players don't wear a mask, they are allowing a wet pocket Man. in order to get their grip on their balls or whatever. And I'm sure you're gonna see someone getting their. There's got to be a clear substance like like oh, pine absolutely. tar or something like that out there. They like reminds me of Major League the movie, you know, you get a little snot up in there. Oh, absolutely. You're gonna see. To be honest, what you're gonna see with the Phillies is Roger Dorn's gonna be activating himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But um, even in it, let's actually uh, let's stick on this topic. So the MLB has these out. I this is my personal opinion. I think it's just out outrageous uh, requests that you cannot spit seeds. Uh, I've I've eaten whole seeds before, and it doesn't. It's not pleasant the next day. It just makes it very hard on the passing of a bowel. Well, I, you know <laughs> I'm kind of with you. I think in the dugout, definitely no seeds. I mean, you can't have spit flying everywhere. But you're but breathing. Since I, but, you're but breathing. It, but it, since it is like a spaced outside sport, I would think if you're in the outfield or in the field playing, you spitting a sunflower seed is not a big deal. I mean, well, you should be able, dude. The so I believe the person or what is uh, laid out for them is that the players are not required to wear a mask. Non-personnel and I think anyone that's not a player and I think coaches. I'm not 100 percent on this, uh, but it's something that's. They all have to wear masks. The players do not wear masks. Right. So the players are going to pass it from one to another no matter what. And I'm 100%. All right. I'm not going to be 100. I've never been in a dugout unless I had to pay for it. I'm 99.9% positive that the coach, right when these coaches go into the locker room, they're taking their masks off. They're probably yeah. conversating with it. It's a clubhouse. It's a team, man. Which brings, you, which brings up a whole nother point of this pandemic and sports should they even be reopening the sports because people are already getting sick on every team almost so i, I it's kind of it's kind of like what's your view on it how about what's your view on i it? mean part of me selfishly wants of course sports to come back and i want all those people to get their jobs back you know all the vendors and and uh security and parking lot attendants and it's a lot of jobs that's the thing with sports it's such a big industry in america there's a lot of jobs at oh, stake yeah, absolutely so it'd be great for sports to come back and but it, it is at, well i should say i also believe they would be okay i mean they're all athletes they're young it seems like the coronavirus is targeting older people so i wouldn't be against sports coming back but at the same time i'm i feel like guilty like being like so here I am on this podcast saying I think it's okay for sports to come back, but medically, from a scientific, uh, a professional, but a science, you did take biology what or I, psychology one hundred and one. What a scientific professional would say, probably not. I don't. All right, so and, and I don't know what other countries are doing, but it doesn't seem like they're opening up like America is. So, uh, so 
There's a whole other conspiracy theories we could say for episode people are three, getting, maybe. People are getting sick already. There, people are getting sick. So it's going to get worse. Uh, this is what I want to know. What professional athlete... And don't get me wrong. I know this... Uh, the or COVID nineteen is very serious or coronavirus whatever I don't even know which one it is called maybe but I guess both. I think the um, fancy the fancy thing's COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen <laughs> come COVID co 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 COVID nineteen it's coming at you. Damn DJ so, <laughs> DJ <laughs> COVID nineteen DJ ten point two what 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 <laughs> oh there you go oh you know what that means folks. That means it's time for the second beer review of the podcast episode. All right, second beer. What do you got there, Josh? All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sticking with Yards again. Sticking to the local Philadelphia craft brew scene. I have Summer Crush, which is an easy drinking wheat beer that's got a nice citrus finish to it. Really good one uh, to bring to the beach with you and crush about 25 of them. Sounds like you're reading off of paper. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's all up in the head, my friend. All up in the head. Uh, Yeah, just like your pink beer. Tall tea. There we go. I have had that beer before, and I do like that a lot. Summer Crush Wheat Beer. Going to take a sip. Oof, that's good. Yeah. Um, well, we know it won't get the tardy 3.9. Super wheat beer, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is just, it, I mean, it's a wheat beer. It's perfect to crush during the summer. I'm going to give it 2.9. Your pink rating is like I'm. I'm just my p- pink's one of my favorite beers. I I'm love gonna that just beer. gonna. I'm just gonna like the political ads. I'm just gonna try to discredit you right now. This is ridiculous. 2.9 for the summer crush. 3.9 for the tardy pinky. Do you forget what our scale is? Yes. Three. No. Three means it's a good like good. 3.9 be- really good is like 3.9 is like you're gonna be almost drinking that year round. I drink it all the time in the summer. I love I that beer. Summer. Summer. <laughs> well, you can drink different beers at different times. Doesn't mean it's not a 3.9. Like, if that's a 2.9, because I'm going to not buy it very often, but I would bring it to the beach with me and, and crush right. a bunch. Tell me about the pink beer. How often are you buying that out 12 months out of the year? I've already bought three 12 packs since probably May. Okay, that's warm weather. I don't drink beer every night, though, so it lasts you know, me we're a while. only in June. I don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> Two months. Yeah. So what am I supposed to drink six of them a night? Yeah. If you want a three point nine, actually yes. If you want, a, if you want a three, you want that pink beer to be a three point nine. Six beers every day for the remainder of the year. <laughs> I'm gonna be a meatball again. Good. I got the sauce. Ha- We're lubing you up. Can't let that happen. <laughs> All right, folks. So I am gonna go across country. As you see, folks. Not only are we not 100% on all our sports uh, knowledge, we also don't stick to the script and go completely local with beer. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> so right now I have this voluptuous blue sky. Blue sky, Jesus. Blue moon, light sky, <laughs> citrus wheat. It's with a tangerine peel. This is brewed out of our uh, brothers out in Denver, Colorado. Oh, yeah. We are weighing in at a solid 4%, so Actually, we're going even I lower. I think it's gold in Colorado for a blue moon. Well, whatever. <laughs> let's not, li- you let's could, not lie to the listeners. As you can tell, I just want this in my belly. Look at this. I'm pouring in his mouth. It's the featherweight of beers. It. I'll tell you right now, I am a featherweight. 
Terrible pour. pour. You can't see what he did, but there's three quarters foam and one quarters beer in his mug right now. I will concur. <laughs> I'm is, not the best pour. He's not the best pour. <laughs> Tell you, I'm used to just cracking the can open and then just drinking them up. <laughs> Which you could do if you wanted to. No, you can't. You need come on. They need they need the crack of the can. They need the pour. I need I, I need something to just grab onto. Mm. 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 All right. So this is gonna be a tough grading because it's a lot of foam, like you said. So let's see. It's only 95 calories, 3.6 carbs, but no big deal. Let's see. All right, I'm going to give two ratings on this one. Mm -hmm. uh, so the foam, the foam I'd probably say is right around like a, maybe like a 2.5. If they just had foam <laughs> in a can, I would drink it. Wow. Not too often, but 2.5, that's solid. It's very pertinent information. Mm. You don't get that everywhere here, folks. Ooh. Now that I actually finally hit beer, <laughs> um, I would. It's a damn good summer beer. It's very light. Uh, but would I'm... you drink it all year, though? Absolutely not. I'm very honest. <laughs> I'm very honest. I would not drink this all year. I would. I'll, I'd give this a 2.85. Hey, that's more than the summer crush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this is pretty damn good. It's 3.6 carbs. We gotta get a uh, chalkboard going so we know how ridiculous we're being with these beer review reviews. All right, you know what? <laughs> so how ridiculous we are at these re beer reviews. Let's go into our top five. Let's go into our top five beer reviews, and then we'll pivot back to the MLB baseball. Top five summer beers. Top five summer beers. Top. Yes, it has to be. It's only summer, so obviously the scale is our scale is thrown out the window. This is strictly summer beers. Okay. Are you ready? No. Drum roll, please. Okay, coming in at number five for your host, Josh Bruch, Summer Beers is Golden Roads Pineapple Cart. Ooh, I don't, I'm not going to lie. I haven't had it yet, but uh, you say the word pineapple and I get all excited. Super fruity, super delicious. <laughs> What's number four? Number four is Victory's Summer Love, Ooh. which... Used to be my favorite, or one of my favorites, but it hasn't tasted the same as it did like three years ago. No? Why do you know. think that? I don't know. Maybe they changed the recipe. I'm not sure. Yeah. But That's anyway. That's not good. Number three is Pink. P-Y-N-K, which you've heard earlier on the show. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Number two. Gibberish. The best summer beer to have on the beach or in the backyard. Corona Light with a Lime. I will have to agree on that one. That is on my top five as well. That is very refreshing. Yeah. Has to be with the lime though. You can't drink just the you can't just drink just the Corona Light itself. Uh yeah, of course. I mean what are we? What are we? <laughs> well, I mean what what are we? Peasants? <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you right now, my beard to yours, I'm a definite peasant to you. <laughs> my number one summer beer is Ultra Vase by Sierra Nevada. Which for your like margarita fans out there, it's a ghost style beer, so it's sour. But it, they also use blue agave nectar, and it, and they have this great lime flavor that comes comes out of the beer, with this awesome like uh, tangy zip. Blue agave. Wait, yeah. you got all right. After this, you have to text me that because I love blue agave. Ever since I like the sweetener. Uh oh oh shoot blue agave like tequila. tequila. Oh. <laughs> 
You just say blue agave. That's what I want. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, that sounds very good. That sounds Fun really fact delicious. here, blue agave is the only agave agave plant used in tequila. Wait, what? But there are many agave plants used to make agave syrups, but blue agave is strictly for tequila. Is it agave or aguave? Agave. Agave? Yeah. Ah. Ah. They. Um. <laughs> All right, so here in your top five summer beer list, do you really, like I thought I was bougie. I don't know. You are like, you're up there and like, you're high class, man. You're high class. I think. Wow. That is so weird to someone to have a podcast about beer and like different beers. No, it's not liking different beers. You're upscale, man. You are upscale. You're like West is it Hollywood. Ups- is it upscale in 2020 to go to the Wegmans and have like, and pick a beer out? No. <laughs> How's that upscale? You're upscale. Because they're, they're not even like small breweries that I was they're all huge breweries. Yeah, but they're all very risque, not risque, but like yuppity. Wow. You're very, you have an expensive taste. You have an expensive taste there. So what I'm talking, like, all right. So say if you bought one beer out of your top five, how much would it cost? Like at the bar? Yeah. One beer out of your five beers. You have one beer. Shoot. Let me rephrase this. You buy one of each. What does it add up to? $32? I don't know. What what bar are you going to? I don't know. I figured that $6 for a draft for the for the nice ones and then the Corona Light's like 350. Okay. All right, that makes sense. <laughs> all right, so you're at 32 bucks. So, all right, here's my top 5. That's that math even the hold on. That'd be 4 beers times 6 is 24 2750 for 5. Beers. Yeah, but plus 10. 32. <laughs> <All right. laughs> 32 it is. All right. All right. So, my top five. So, my number... I'm going to kind of go to the opposite end. So, number one, Bud Light Lime. There's nothing better on a hot summer day, sitting by the beach or the pool, any body of water, and just drinking a BLL. A couple of BLLs. Oh, my gosh. That artificial artificial <laughs> sweetener lime. Oh, I'm just going to lip my... I agree. It is absolutely delicious. <laughs> uh, it's just that... I'd rather go with, like, uh, the Ultra Vase because it's real lime. Well, we're going to go into number two here. S- very small. It's slightly back. Corona Light with a natural lime. Organic. We'll go organic lime. See, I had the cheap Corona Light higher than you. Absolutely. I But there's there's something about a lime taste and a light beer. And it's oh, just so refreshing. It's American is what it is. You have those rays hitting you. It's just going to be a very delicious pretty much a very delicious downfall down your throat mm, mm, mm. number three i'm gonna get a little bit more upscale oh there's only up from where Let's i'm at allagash white i Al- love allagash white that's that is a craft beer historical i don't know one of those i guess in the hall of fame of craft beers kind of beers i guess you could say that i just love belgians belgians are just very nice and appetizing it just goes down so smooth <laughs> So number four, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna rock with. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go the same brewery as you, Sierra Nevada, but I'm gonna go with the hazy IPA. Big hazy IPA fan. I could just drink that. Well, I love it if it was a summer beer. It's very refreshing. But I could. I could drink that boy all year round. It's called Hazy Little Thing, right? I thought it was just Hazy IPA. No. Show me your little thing. 
He's a little thing called love. Are you looking this up right now? Yeah. All right, look it up. I don't want you to say the right beer name. Yeah, it's Hazy Little Thing. Sorry, folks. I was corrected by Google and Mr. Joshua Bruch. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. All right. So Sierra Nevada, Hazy Little Thing IPA. Hazy Little Thing IPA. That's number four. Number, number three. No, that was number four. The Corona Light was number four. What? Wait, that was number two. Dude, that, oh my gosh. What's Number one was Bud Light Lime. Oh. Number two. Are you going? You're, you're I'm going, going one reverse order. Oh, so Corona Light was number two for you. Yeah. Oh, so we had the same one. Yeah, that's what I said earlier. Ladies and gentlemen, I am sorry. I don't listen. Folks, I know I was hammered the first episode, but I think Joshua's coming in a close second episode. <laughs> Definitely not hammered. <laughs> oh my God, my poor wife. I don't listen. <laughs> well, she's not here, so. <laughs> um, so yeah, number one was the number one was BLLs. Number two was the Chronolite with an organic lime. Three was Allagash. <laughs> Four was Sierra Nevada Hazy Little Things right, here we go, IPA. Folks. Number five. This is like your budget. This is their budget beer of all beers. I'm gonna go. It's kind of a. It's it, it's a two two. It's a two for one. It, I, I cheated. It's it's kind of two. It's, it's two beers. It's the Natters, not necessarily the Natter Day, but one would be the Natter Day, and then one would be the Natural Light. Natter Days are extremely refreshing. I would agree with you on the golf course. A Natter Day is perfect. Yeah. Oh my God! There's. Just load me up with artificial sweetener. I already got dough. On. I got rolls on rolls on my body right now, and I'm just looking to pack them on, man. Oh my gosh! Just get my get them, get them. But natural light. Oh yeah. But the natural light is more just give me a light beer. If, if I'm just at like a little campfire and I'm just getting just throwing them back left and right, getting my s'mores. Some more what? I'm getting some more natural lights. That's what I'm getting. But that's my top five. That was I think we're two very big different budgets. You're at thirty two fifty, that's with tip. I'm probably <laughs> I'm probably sitting at like depending on the bar, some specials. I'm probably sitting at like maybe twenty bucks. There's no way you're buying five beers for twenty bucks these days. Absolutely not. Dude, are you kidding me? Bud Light Lime, you can get a special. All right, for that's two. true. That's I'll say three dollars for that. All right. Uh, Corona Light, we'll say three fifty because that's what you rated yours at. So that's <laughs> six fifty. We'll go uh, Allagash. We're gonna say it's we'll say six bucks. I'm or five fifty. It's definitely six. We're saying five fifty. I need I need another fifty cents in there. All right. So whatever that was. Uh, so five fifty, six fifty. What's that? Twelve bucks. So that's twelve. Uh, the hazy. See, the hazy IPA got me. That's a seven. That's seventeen. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> That's a seven dollar beer. Seven. Yeah, absolutely. Where are you getting that? We're going down south for the beer. <laughs> so we'll say it's like six bucks. So that's like eighteen. All right. Well, you know what? We'll say it's seven bucks. It's seven bucks. That's nineteen dollars in total. And then if I have a natter, a, actually, you know what? I'll even combine a natter day and a natural. <laughs> it's for two dollars. So cool. that's four. That's four. I'm sitting at a hefty 23. <laughs> I'll right. give a nice tip at 28. I'll give it tw- or five dollar tip 28. All right. I, I'm 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 four dollars There you go, folks. Beer on a budget. That's a, that's what we do. That's what we do here. Speaking of the South, we went to Savannah for our honeymoon, and I was buying like four dollar craft beers everywhere, and also five dollar Hendrix gin and tonics, which would be like twelve five dollars. Would be like twelve bucks up here. Yeah. It's crazy. That is, uh, I love a G and T. Oh, G and T's are yeah. very nice. In Savannah, 
And Were you by a river? So Were you by like a river? Yeah, that, yeah oh. the river's right there. That was awesome. <laughs> I would be in heaven right there, man. I would be in total nirvana right there. I would yeah. just be tripping, laying under my Adirondack chair, whatever that word's called. I would be just laying, living life. I would squeeze that nice organic lime in my G&T, and it would just be heaven on earth right Very there. Good. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a wonderful guest uh, spot on the show today. Ooh, who we got coming on? We have Gollum from Mordor. Hey! You have no friends. Oh, wait, you talking to me, Gollum? Nobody likes you. Yo, what the? What, what the how the fuck you got beef with me, Gollum? I'm sorry. I'm promoting my book. On hops from the shy. I don't think you should start with people saying you got no friends. Jesus, Gollum, why, why don't you uh, take a sip of the summer crush and let us know what you think? Yeah, you got hops on the shire or wherever the hell that is on the fucking okay. hill. Bones, bones. Well, as uh, Gollum has uh, essentially killed himself with drinking uh, the wonderful hops of Summer Crush Yards, uh, please, <laughs> fellas, please buy Summer Crush Yards. It is very delicious. There's it a... did the great thing and just killed Gollum after that one. <laughs> Big loss uh, <laughs> for the Lord of the Rings community. Really sorry. R.I.P. <laughs> Same as shows of love, bro. Yikes. <laughs> um, Alright, back to sports. Yeah, let's go. We're gonna we're gonna wrap this up a little bit. Um but like do you think the season's gonna get suspended in the middle? I know they have sixty six they have sixty six days to get through sixty games. I think there's a good chance that the NBA, the MLB, and the NHL get suspended at some point. I am about ninety five percent positive with my conspiracy theory mind that all sport well, I won't say all sports. Uh, at least the first ones will get suspended in the middle of their season. I think so, too. I think the NFL is just so big they'll do whatever they want. They don't care if stuff happens. They'll just keep moving forward and yeah. playing on Sunday and Monday Night Football and all that. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, well, what we have to look forward to, we'll watch about maybe four or five games of the MLB season. And they'll probably suspend it for the season or they'll reduce it to 30 games or whatever. I don't know. Um, but I just have a feeling it's gonna, it's just gonna be weird. Like right when, if one player get obviously gets infected, it's gonna infect their whole infield or whole outfield. And shoot, you're gonna be calling Roger Dorn up or Charlie Manuel up. Joe Girardi's gonna be playing. Whoever's gonna be going, man. <laughs> yeah, Bruce, you might be even getting a call up, man. Oh, I love that, man. Come on, put me at second base. <laughs> put you at second. Let's get. I won't be able to hit the ball, but I'll try my best to field. <sighs> I can't even imagine fielding a ground ball from the MLB bat. <laughs> I'll just walk out. I'm going to run out there with my backwards hat on. Come here, coach. Come on. Hit <laughs> it to me. I don't even know if you can play Little League right now. No, I absolutely could not. I, I, I couldn't. I fucking for sure There's no not. way I could make a throw from shortstop to well, first base. Well, you could. It would just be a, it would <laughs> it would be like a crow hop from short to first. Have you ever you ever just throw a baseball nowadays without warming up? No. It just, dude, it no, just, because I know I can't do it. <laughs> it just like the next two days, I only threw it once, but you're just like sore the whole oh, time. Abs- dude, I can't even. Oh, my gosh. That's the whole, yeah. That's just, it's just going to be crazy, man. Yeah. So let's, uh, uh, yeah, let's talk about like, uh, like uh, your Dallas Goddard. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about Dallas Goddard real quick before we get out of here. Um, that's the only thing the NFL that happened this week around the Philadelphia area, I think. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dallas Goddard got knocked out in a South Dakota bar. I'm not sure like that next Friday meme, but he got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what he did. 
I have zero idea. I don't think you're never going to hear about what actually happened. But uh, it just kind of made me think. Gruesome, man. <laughs> it just kind of made me think of Super Bad. He's like, when they watched the video of McLovin, like he's just like, "Hi, I'm Dallas. I'd like to buy your local craft beer of South Dakota." No, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he. I, I mean, it was a sucker punch. I'm not sure if it was uh, warranted or not, but. He was out cold for at least a solid 45 seconds, or I think whatever the clip was. He was knocked out the entire clip. He didn't move. Like, what are the Eagles going to do addressing this second? Are we going to get Clay Harbor again? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, he'll be fine. All reports are he's healthy. All right, folks, I think that's about it with the pandemic sports. There's not much more to talk about other than Major League Baseball and Dallas Goddard getting knocked out. Yeah, so uh, as lights out for Dallas Goddard, I think we're about to be signing off on uh, episode two. Uh, we appreciate everyone tuning in. Uh, I'm your host, Mark Sandor. I am also the host, Josh Bruch. And again, we're sorry we killed Gollum. We didn't mean to. He was due to die. <laughs> he was <laughs> due to die. The summer crush did his, did his job. <laughs> All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed the episode. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Later, everybody.